this is Mary Mauser from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Mary, welcome to the cave. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? What's new with you? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm getting excited. We're getting closer and closer to time, so uh, I'm hardly sleeping at this point. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you've been busy with your career. You know, you've uh, done several guest roles on TV shows, and of course, Cobra Kai, which everybody's excited about. <laughs> but uh, you know, tell yeah. <laughs> well, it will definitely talk about Cobra Kai. Uh, so let's tell the listeners a little bit about uh, where are you from. I'm actually originally from Arkansas, um, of all places, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, I, hello. Yep. Okay. Yeah, for a second, um, I was born in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, um, and happened into acting kind of through my mom's best friend, who's like a family friend. She was like, you know, oh, coming to visit in Pennsylvania. They're doing this big casting call. Like, you should totally come and see what acting's like, and. My mom was like, you guys want to go do it? And we were like, yeah, sure. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. And <laughs> then um, I went into the audition and ended up coming out with a pink slip of paper, which is apparently a big deal. I didn't know. I was five. Um, and they uh, I, they said I got a callback. I ended up being the photo double in the movie Sign. Okay. Oh, and, with, uh, with Mel Gibson, right? Yes. Yeah, oh. it was. <laughs> and um, that was super super fun for me because I got to see all the special effects stuff and I just like I loved the whole experience and my parents were willing to be patient enough to let me uh, give it a try and I think they thought I would grow out of it and here I am 18 years later (laughs) (laughs) so uh so how was it growing up in Arkansas I mean, it's definitely completely different from California um every time I go back I think I just remember like oh this is like this was what normal life was like. Now normal life is like, oh, I'm bored. I'll go to Disneyland. But like normal life before was like, oh, I'm bored. I'll go to Walmart. So <laughs> definitely like a, a big change. But um, I actually got to go back recently and uh, actually see Ralph Macchio was grand marshalling this parade in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And he was like, oh, it's in your neck of the woods. You should come visit. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Like, And I thought he believed me, but I guess he didn't believe me because like the day I texted him, I was like, okay, I'm here. Like, Where should I meet you? He was like, what? You're actually here? So, uh, wow. so yeah, I got to go back and visit, <laughs> and I showed my boyfriend around my hometown and everything. It was fun. Yeah. So, okay, so you were, you grew up in Arkansas. What were you into as a kid growing up? I know you you mentioned acting, but what, I don't, what else did you like doing? Um, I loved art. I still do love to read. Um, that was a big one. I just would like at the time at, when I was young, it was like American girl books. I read like every single different doll and every book about her, like through history. And then I got really involved in other like reading I wanted to do. Um, I took horseback riding and I loved that. Um, I feel like that was kind of, that was kind of all my time I had. Yeah. <laughs> I loved school though. I was a total nerd and uh, still am. So I, I really loved school time. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so you did your you did your you did signs at five years old what made you say okay this is what i want to do and we'll push you to the next level you know i don't know if there was like a specific thing that i can pinpoint i remember things like 
craft service had these crunch bars, like little mini sized crunch bars, and I didn't have to wait for Halloween. So that was exciting. Um, and I remember things like just like uh, walking Phoenix taught me how to do this like little hand clap thing. And I think I like thought that was really cool. And like, there were just all these like things where I was just like, to me, it was like getting to play house and play pretend, but I was getting to do it all day and other people were joining in on the game and it was just like super fun. And at the time, that's all it was. Like I had no idea that money was involved. I had no idea about the auditioning process. Like it was all just fun, you know? And then like, I guess over over the next few years, you know, as my mom and dad, like, let me keep trying it and let me keep auditioning and stuff like that. I went through all kinds of ups and downs. I got my plenty of rejections, which I feel like is in some ways harder and in some ways easier as a kid. In some ways, it's like, wait, what did I do wrong? And you just don't understand that there are many more factors than that. And then in some ways, it's also easy because I was like, oh, it's like just another audition. Like, you know, that's to me was almost equivalent to a job itself. So it was like, okay, I'll go do this audition. And then like, you know, that was fun. I got to be that character. I'll go do something else now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I kind of just like it, it as a kid, it was just like this big game of pretend. And then as I got older, it became more and more of like this cathartic, like therapeutic, like emotional experience. And then dealing with like my teenage years and, and acting at the same time was like, it gave me this outlet and now even even now I think that's a big part of it for me is it's like this creative outlet in addition to being this like personal outlet where I get to like tell all these stories that like maybe I have some connection to or maybe I know someone who dealt with something like that and I think that like that aspect means a lot to me. Yeah. Did you uh, while you were going through all this were you taking uh, acting classes at the same time? Um, I've taken acting classes here and there. I actually met one of my best friends through an acting class but um, I've kind of like just dowled in different things but um I feel like I've never been in like a consistent acting class the whole way through I mean like I I did you know a couple of acting classes when I was young that taught you how to like how to audition I did like acting classes on commercials and then I as I got older I did acting classes on improv which I still think I'm horrible at but (laughs) I uh I've never been in kind of like a long-term acting class and I think that's just because like you know to me I felt like I I learn really well when I'm actually in the environment um, but I feel like, you know, the acting classes are definitely a huge, important aspect to it. I just feel like I learn best when I'm in that environment and interacting with other people, like, in that moment. Yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> and it's also, like, uh, like you said, it's a good way to learn. Because, like, when you don't get, you know, you go out, you get your audition. And if you don't get it, you're like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to get the next one. Yeah, definitely was a lesson my my, my uh, parents helped me learn was just kind of like, you know, picking yourself back up, moving on to the next one, and and keeping in mind, like, how many factors go into not booking an audition. It's like, oh, well, they already cast the mom, and the mom has, like, blonde hair, so they need, like, a kid with blonde hair. Or, oh, they, like, they cast the boy, and he's much older, so they need an older girl to go with that. And, like, back and forth, you know, throughout, like, all the years of my life, like, all the different aspects kind of that go into casting, and it kind of helped me to remember, like, you know, it's not it's not like you just did a bad job. Some of them, I'm sure, I just did a really bad job. I mean, it happens, but, yeah. like, I, I, it also helps, I think, to keep that perspective of, like, okay, if it's not this one, it's the next one. And my mom always had an attitude of, like, everything is, happens the way it's meant to happen. And if exactly. it's not this one, there's a reason. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, say, you know, last week you went and you, did, you, you, did, you had an audition and you didn't do well. You're like, you know what? Oh, well, I'm like I said, I'm getting the next one. You, you just forget about yeah. last week and just you know, focus on the next one. Definitely. So out of all like the uh, TV uh, 
things you've done, what what has been your favorite show other than Cobra Kai, of course? What has been like your, a show that you've been on that you've enjoyed doing? I mean, one of the most like incredible and like crazy experiences of my life was I was twelve, I think, and I uh, did a show called Life Is Wild. Um, it was the first year that the CW network existed, and we did a whole season shot in South Africa. So we wow. got to live in South Africa for almost a whole year. And that was a crazy, incredible experience. I had a pet monkey. I went to school there. I like, I don't remember any Afrikaans, but I can, I think do like one Zulu greeting. But um, other than that, I mean, it was just like this, it was an insane experience to have that young and my whole family of five got to move there. They were like, you can have two first class tickets or five coach. And we took the five coach and the whole family moved wow. to Africa for the year. And that was, yeah, it was the just like crazy wildest experience. So that one, you know, overall was amazing. I, I was the voice of Eloise when I was little and that one meant a lot to me. That was like, just like acting wise was so much fun. Cause I got to just go and be crazy and just be as loud as I wanted to and talk as fast as I wanted to. And all of it worked perfectly for that. Um, and then I, you know, I was on a show called Body of Proof for a few years, which definitely meant a, just an incredible amount to me. The people that I worked with on that show were so incredible. And like, I feel so lucky to have spent some of my like young teenage, like formative years being around these really inspiring people and actors and creators. And it just made me really want to work hard to be like that when I grew up, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yes. Oh, you, you won an award for uh, doing the voiceover, right? I did, yeah. I How did. was I, that? I, I don't even think I re like fully understood what was happening. I was just <laughs> like, oh, cool, people like it. But like, did not realize kind of like what was going on until I'm like walking up on a stage or whatever. Like, it was, it was, it was a really cool experience, definitely. But um, I think again, to me, like Eloise just mostly represented like I loved New York. I loved living in New York when I did for a few years. So like Eloise was like me getting to just live out my like fantasy about living in the Plaza Hotel and all the craziness you could get up to. Yeah, that's great. And I I read on you know I did my research and I read online too. You did a two of my favorite shows, Scrubs and King of, King of Queens. How was that? How were those shows? <laughs> Those were two of the first things I actually did when I came to California. So Scrubs, I don't think I had a single line. I, I might have had maybe said like a couple words, but I, I was in a park and like making funny faces. And like that was the whole thing. To me, like I, my, my older brother was like, oh, my God, you're going to be on Scrubs. But I was like, oh, cool. Like yeah. I get to go and play in a park and get paid to do it. <laughs> like to me it was just like but that was a, it was a really cool experience looking back on it now too is kind of like a whoa like i wish somebody had told me that was like a really cool show to be on um and then king of queens i actually the biggest memory i have from from filming that is i got stung by a bee on set oh my and God. i got rushed away and it was it, and i remember i was reading nancy drew at that age and i was like that was my biggest memory and then just like I got to play this like really annoying kid and I hardly ever got to play annoying people. So I was super excited to play somebody really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, you said you got rushed out of there. Are you allergic to bees? We didn't know my okay. dad is. And okay. so I, it did sting really bad. And I obviously am a kid. So I'm going to be like wailing in pain, even though it's like, you know, adults would be like, okay, it's a little annoying, but like, get over it. <laughs> Me being like eight years old, I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> so I got like, they, they rushed me away and it's also part of like protocol. So like they full on had like 
security, like police came in there and took a detailed description, you know, because you're on set, it's a work issue, like whatever. So they came in and they did like this full on interview and they're like, so what happened? And I'm like, there was a bee and it scared me. And <laughs> then it stung me. Like I was eight years old. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, so uh, now you're Samantha LaRusso on Cobra Kai. How, uh, how has your life changed in, in a year, I guess? It's definitely crazy. I I don't know that I fully understood what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Like I've said this before, my boyfriend's a huge Karate Kid fan. I had never seen the movies. But, and so he tried not to freak me out when I got the initial audition and like tell me how big of a deal it was. And I kept saying, like, we can talk about this. You know, when I find out I don't book it, then we can talk about it. But then I kept going further and further in the process. And by the time I finally booked it, I was like, he was like, okay, we have to sit down and watch it right now. And we binge watched the whole next day. We watched the Karate Kid, just like saga. And it was definitely like really cool and very like, I honestly, it was terrifying, but like incredible. And I was like, I connected with so many of the different characters in the story. And I was like, I can't believe I'm going to be a part of this. And then we went and shot the first season and it was like this this happy little bubble we all lived in where it was like, oh, we're creating something really cool. This is very special and we're having such a great time doing it. And I got along with everybody and it was just like the coolest experience. And then season one came out and it was kind of like, I don't know that I fully understood until that moment what I had gotten myself into. And then the fan response was insane. And it was just like, even now, like, I I have my own YouTube channel that I started for, like, for fun, just to, like, have something to do in my off time, you know? And yeah. and almost every comment is, like, saw the new trailer for Cobra Kai, like, so cool. And I think that's insane that that many people are willing to see what I'm doing just, like, in my, you know, in my living room on a daily basis, like, that they care because they're so excited about the show. Like, I just think that's so cool and special, and I feel I feel very, very lucky to be yeah. a part of it. So how were you approached for that role last year or a year and a half ago? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like I, I, I went into it just thinking of it kind of like just like any other project, if that makes sense. Just being like, yeah. OK, like this is her story. She has a really like rocky relationship with her dad right now. And like she's, you know, she's dealing with wanting to be a cool girl, but she doesn't quite fit in there. And then she realizes she doesn't actually want to be a cool girl and she gets you know, somebody tries to take advantage of her and she's like, that's not, you know, that's not something I align myself with and all those struggles. And I was, you know, focusing more on that. And then, you know, as, as it came around to the end and, you know, the, all the drama ramps up the end of season one, I won't give anything away for anyone who doesn't, hasn't seen it, I guess, but you know, everything gets kind of crazy at the end. I, I was filming that last week was when I was really like, wow. Okay. Like I can't wait to look back at this when it's done and, know all that went into it it was it was a lot of work but it was you know a a labor of love by far and away absolutely so when you got the phone call you got the part how did that make you feel that you you knew you were gonna get into something like like this i like i literally i kept thinking okay any day now i'll get the call that it wasn't me that was just the attitude i don't know why it was just like this thought I had and it wasn't like you know I wasn't bitter about it I was just like you know okay like there are you know so many other amazing actresses my age and like you know it's not gonna be me but that's okay I'm gonna go and give it my best shot I don't know why I had that whole like thought the whole time I was going through it and then by the time I got to the end and I got that final call that was like okay you booked it now you need to come in and read with a couple of Miguel's I was like what like are you 
art. Like, I, it was just a total pinch me moment. And then what was even cooler was that day, a few hours later, I got a call from Ralph Macchio. And I was like, I, I just saw this New York number pop up on my phone. I was driving through, like, the, like, Hollywood Hills kind of area. So, yeah. like, horrible phone service up there. And I see this call come in, and I was like, who could be calling me from New York? And maybe it's my manager. Maybe, I don't know. So I like pulled over, I answered the call and he was like, Hey, it's Ralph Macchio. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like panicking. I was like, don't lose service. Stop now. Like, what am I going to do if I lose it? Like, I can't call him back and be like, Hey, sorry, it's just me here. Like I was like freaking out and he was just so kind and, you know, welcomed me. He's like, welcome to the Larusco family. And again, just like complete pinch me situation. So you never met Macchio before that phone call, right? Or, or did you get a I chance did. to audition I, with I, him? Um, I met him at the last audition. Okay. I, I don't know how. I re- misread my email, and I didn't see that he was going to be in the room with me when I auditioned. And it was actually him and uh, Billy and William Zabka. They were both in the room. And I d- did not see that coming. I don't know. I just missed it on the email, whatever. I walk in the door, and I saw him, and I was just like, holy crap. Like, what do I do now? Like, do I run? Do I just like run out the door and leave? Like, no, pre- no pressure. <laughs> yeah, but no, he was just, he's always been just like so incredibly nice and just so fun to be around and to work with. And very like, I, I try to learn as much as I can from him. He, I really look up to him. So how would you describe Samantha? Um, I mean, I feel like Samantha's, in a way, she's like every teenage girl. She's like me. I went through a lot of the same things that Samantha went through, but she definitely has this really cool aspect to her that she like learned karate and like has this like badass trait about her, I guess, you yeah. know, that like that a lot of people, I guess, don't have. Me, Mary, I definitely didn't have those skills. Um, but I, I also feel like she's she's a, a, a person who's struggling with finding who she is and what she wants to align herself with and what she believes in and like all these things that she grew up taking for granted in a way, this relationship she had with her father when she was young and, you know, this, this kind of cushier life that she had growing up. Like she realizes that like, that maybe that isn't so easy for everyone. Yeah. And I think she kind of, takes that in stride and is trying to figure out like, okay, well maybe I fit in better here and not so much with the girls who have everything. And, you know, maybe like in my heart, I'm much more in tune with this, this person who is just about like making, you know, memories and having these important experiences. And she's kind of like, I feel like she's learning as she goes. She's definitely smart. I think she's very smart for her age, both like academically, which I think is super cool about her. And then also just emotionally, she's, learning a lot for her age. I wish I had known some of these lessons yeah. now, myself. Uh, if, if Samantha was real, would you be friends with her? Oh, I would try. I don't know if she would be friends with me because I was, like I said, a total nerd, but I would definitely try. I think she's super cool. Yeah. So so when you when, uh, when you first started like filming last year, did you have any background in martial arts or did you have to do some kind of training for it? I had no background. And as for training... In season one, I only learned a couple of direct stunts that I was to perform in those scenes. Like, I I only learned, like, the, the guys were mostly in training, you know, like, day in and day out almost. I learned a couple of things. And then this year, I definitely got 
you know, I was begging all last year. I was like, can Samantha do karate again? Can Samantha do karate again? Like, excuse me, hello, can Samantha? And they were like, okay, all right, just hold on. Hold your horses. And uh, by the time it finally came around, um, I definitely was just like, I, I, I got what I was asking for. I got lots and lots of training this year and uh, got to be in there with the guys and have the whole experience. I learned all kinds of cool, like, new like stunt things that I just, again, me, Mary, like definitely never had those skills growing up. So I, I'm pretty grateful that I get to, uh, to say that I feel like I can now stand up for myself. Definitely. And from from what I see from the trailers, you're training, uh, you're, you're training for season two. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely, (laughs) I got to do a lot of really cool stuff this year. Um, that I am, incredibly grateful to get to represent like this character who is a strong cool person who's just like she's learning her lessons and now she's putting them into action and she's learning about balance and all of those things and I think that's you know really cool and very special and along with it I got to do some really cool stunt work which again I was very grateful for um so last year I had a few members from the show uh on the show also and uh how would you describe the chemistry like between you and Sholo and like uh, Annalisa and even Joe? I mean, I feel like I said, just so lucky to work with the people we got to work with. Like this was the crazy coolest cast I've ever gotten to be on a show like this with. Like everybody genuinely got along and we had an awesome time getting to put all the pieces together and make this thing happen. And like, I mean, Sholo and I hung out like every single day and like, and then, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, I don't know. I I feel very lucky that from top to bottom, every person who worked on the whole cast and crew side of this, like, yeah. really put their heart into it. And I feel like that was, like, this connecting thread that, you know, brought us all together. So working with Ralph and uh, Zapka, have, you, have they given you, like, pointers and, like, uh, about, like, different uh, opinions, like, in the acting world, like, uh, how to do certain things? You know, I, I feel like not so much. I feel like they, they I feel very lucky in, in the sense that I think they look at us as not as like the kid actors, not as the young adult actors, not as like, you know, somebody who needs to be taught, but rather as people who are collaborating. And I think that's really cool. And I'm very grateful for that, that they, you know, let us do our thing and find our own ways. But there is also that collaborative uh, effect where there are definitely scenes and times where, you know, it's more emotional or it's more heightened or whatever. And I feel like we can feed off of each other, which has been really cool. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm, I met actually Ralph last year and Zapka the year before. and They just seem like they're very, like, down to earth. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like, that's the people that you meet, like, that's who they are. They're very, like, very just, like, genuinely cool and incredibly talented, yeah. like, you know, people that, that, I feel like that definitely like that sets the tone for the whole overall set vibe. Do you from season one? Because you know we can't spoil season two, but for season one, what has what was your favorite scene that you were on? Uh the golf and stuff. Golf and stuff scenes with Sholo were definitely like the coolest experience. I, I we were counting down the days. We were like 
we were nervous about, about yeah. the kiss aspect because we had become like such close friends, but we were still, we were counting down the days. We were like, Oh man, like golf and stuff. We're going to do this. And we're going to play this game. And it's going to be so much fun. And like, you were counting down the days. And then the day rolled around, had a blast, just like the whole day of filming. I and mean, it was literally just like them recording me goofing off with like a best friend. It was so fun. Yeah. And then, and then at the end of the day, they were like, all right, time for the kiss scene. And we were like, huh, what? And they just completely blanked about it. And we were like, okay, uh, run around and get some breast drops and whatever else you need to do. It was pretty funny. How was it like doing that whole film that day for for the golf and putt? And it's like the exact same scenes were like in Karate Kid Part 1. Oh, it was so cool. So they had it pulled up on their phones. Like everybody had like different clips and images and stuff. So like holding the pictures of film strip from the photo booth, like we tried to match the way that the hands were holding and, uh, you know, the images in the photo booth, we were trying to like kind of recreate our own like, you know, versions and like vibes. I feel like the wardrobe kind of like spoke to that, at least for like Samantha's and I, I don't know. I just feel like the whole, like the really cool was like those scene of the air hockey and like they had like a legit, like, I think it was like not necessarily the one, but like the legit actual air hockey, like machine or whatever that they were playing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just like things like that where it was, just, it was so cool. It was like getting to live out uh, like fan fiction in a way. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it's like, like I said, like I grew up watching the karate kids. So, you know, just them bringing back Cobra Kai and just, the way they did it, you're like, people were worried. They're like, okay, is this going to be good? Is it going to be awful? But I think they just, they nailed it. Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate it. I definitely, from a, from a, a non-biased as I can be perspective, think it's the coolest thing ever. Um, I definitely know that if I were sitting at home, this would definitely be a show I would watch. And the fact that I get to be a part of it just makes it even crazier. Yeah. Without spoiling for season two, what is there anything you could tell us that we should look forward to? Um, I think that fans from the original movies will be very happy with all of the, you know, the nuances and the the little lines here and there. And even, you know, like things that you wouldn't expect to see are definitely going to come around, which I think is so cool. I can't wait for my boyfriend who, like I said, is a huge Karate Kid fan to see it. And then I think too, for new fans of Cobra Kai, I think it's going to be really cool to see what people think. I I really don't want to say too much because yeah. I have been biting my tongue for months because <laughs> I can't wait for people to see this. But uh, I would say keep your eye out for um, for more than a few really cool stunts that I can't wait to tell uh, how it all went down. Now, has your has your boyfriend asked you to tell you to, for you to tell him what's going to happen to season two? And you already say like, nope, you got to wait to watch it. You got to wait to watch it. Oh no, complete opposite. I come home from work and I'm and he's like, "How was your day?" But don't tell me anything. I'm like, "We uh, Mary scene." And even in my scenes, he's like, "I come out like, be like, how was it? What'd you think?" And he's like, kind of looking bummed, but like he's trying to be supportive. He's like, "Well, I found out that spoiler about you know who," and I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like, but he's definitely he's a, he's a, he wants to know nothing about it, which yeah. I think is hilarious. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I don't want to know anything because I want to watch it. <laughs> So <laughs> yes. So on your on your time off, uh, what do you enjoy doing? I've noticed that you go to Disney World a lot. Yes, Disneyland actually. He's the one locally here in California. Yeah. I am there uh, pretty often. I'm also uh, taking a few college classes that I just you know figure out timing wise and do some online and stuff like that. School is really important to me, so even if it takes me forever, I do want to keep pursuing you know a degree and. Um, so I'm learning sign language, and uh, I'm in ASL three right now. Oh wow! And 
uh, my major, I think right now for, for now is English. And so I'm, I'm doing that with some of my free time. And then, uh, other than that, like I said, working on the YouTube channel, I started like, that's been really fun for me to just kind of do whatever comes into my head and, and make it happen. So that's been really cool. And, uh, other than that, trying to catch up on my own, uh, TV I'm behind on. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's some of your TV shows that you enjoy watching? I just started the act and uh, I'm only like a couple episodes in, but it looks awesome. Um, I was totally not what I was expecting. Like I was expecting it to be really cool and really good, but like, it's just like the vibe they created. I feel like it's, ooh, it's so unsettling. Yeah. Um, and then Umbrella Academy. I was a huge My Chemical Romance fan. So I followed Gerard Way and his project uh, Umbrella Academy on, uh, on Netflix. I've been watching that. That's awesome. Too. So do you enjoy watching like the shows that you can binge watch kind of like Cobra Kai or do you like to wait every week to see a new episode? I prefer binge watching. I like to sit down on the couch with some snacks and just like yeah. binge it all in one day, which is, I think, the plan with my boyfriend and my family to do the day that Cobra Kai comes out. Yeah. You're going to watch all 10 episodes in one day? That's the plan. We'll see how far we <laughs> make awesome. it. Do you, have, uh, do you have any other future upcoming projects that you want to tell the listeners about? Uh, I mean, basically, season two has been taking up all my time. I've just kind of, we just, you know, recently finished up post-production and everything, yeah. so... Other than that, I'm kind of just uh, waiting and seeing. There you go. All right. And uh, how can the listeners find you on social media? Oh, uh, my Instagram is at Miss Mary M. Mauser. And then my Twitter and Facebook are just Mary M. Mauser. All right, Mary. This was fun. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Hot on the streets and the pavements of burning city.